what you doing? J J can you tell me what you doing to make money out there? Like, I can. I swear to good dad, I swear I ain't just out there. Bro, 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 you just thugging out there, man. I'm saying if you can do a feature, you can do a feature here. I ain't doing no feature. Just keep it, just keep it real, just keep it real with me, bro. Niggas can go pick up money for you. I don't like you out there, bro. So what you doing out there? What like what, bro? I need, I need, I need you to be shit, real. Like trapping, that's not, that's not like what? Man, bro, you don't need to be doing none of that shit. Bro. I need you to come home, bro. I miss you, bro. You need to come home. I give you some money. I got, I, I, I got a bag for you. I got a bag for you. Welcome back to the podcast. Beloved, this is indeed your brother, Big VJ, checking in. Let's talk about the village. How about we do that? Let's talk a little bit about mentalities, right? Because I got an article I want to read in which we're going to talk about a mentality, right? The hood mentality. Uh, We're going to talk about the quote-unquote black mentality because that's what it really is. It's the black mentality mentality that we're going to have a conversation about today right um let's go south right let's go to the deep south let's go to alabama the place that i love my second home right i know i I say that often right because this is the first country this is where all my family is from they're from bama yet if i had to make a choice right (laughs) to be honest now if i had to sell everything that i have right my pop say if he sell everything he got he's going to seattle he love it out west right but i say if i had to sell everything i got i would go to jacksonville man because it's a beautiful city the people is warm the weather's nice it's one of those kind of like big cities but not too big and I love it there, right? I also love Alabama. I love Mobile. My heart is in Mobile. But it's violent there. My heart is in Montgomery. It's in Bessemer. It's in P-Town, right? What they call Prattville. It's in Pritchard. It's in Huntsville. It's in Beeham, ironically, what they call baby Detroit. I love it there, but it's just violent. Because our people have a mentality. It's a thought pattern that we live by and we also die by, right? So I just want to talk a little bit about that today. Um, We're going to speak on entertainers' children, right? Because this problem... It's not fenced in by money. Money ain't the answer, right? Because it's important that we say that. Because we're thinking, you know, election time rolled around. And then these people come up with a word. that if they can just get their hand on some money. We're talking about our people, our village, our neighborhood. If we can get our hand on this kind of money, we'd be free. The conversation that we're going to have today is going to say that's not so. Money is not our salvation. Family is. Marriage is our salvation, not money. 
because that mentality that our people have money doesn't provide an exit for them it's the same beloved it is indeed the same right you have to ask yourself this um how can Lil Boosie, right? How can Lil Boosie have a son that's trapping, saying $1,500 a day, he getting it in? That's a mentality, beloved. But we're going to bring it out and we're going to say and show where that mentality came from. Let's go back down South Mobile. The headline reads, A Census Act. Nine-year-old girl shot and killed while sleeping on couch, the police say. And you can see the photo with the MPD on it. It's a very short article. Uh, like you guys know, I'm going to put the link in the description bar. Before you read it, let's just say this, right? Um, listen, our hearts and prayers go out to the family. Our condolences, they're suffering this loss at a time such as this, right? We know that when the child dies, by lineage, it is unnatural because how the universe have it set up, we as the children should be burying the parents, burying the guardians. It is unnatural though for the guardians and the parents to bury the children because the children are the future of the village, right? Um, it's not any good time to die yet we know it's going to be a little harder because the young sister the nine year old she was killed senselessly during the holiday season meaning that she got gifts underneath the tree that haven't been opened see that's going to be an additional level of trauma for the family, for the immediate family, right? Because those gifts are unopened. She's going to have clothing in the house that's going to bring memories. Um, you know, they have this thing around this time of the year where they let the children out of school, right? They got they get like a big Christmas vacation break. Then they go all the way up to the new year, which means that when school is back in session, right? The principal and the teachers have to explain to the classmates why that's, that desk is empty now. You see what I mean? She's not coming back. That's a level of trauma for the children, for the classmates. They're going to live with that forever. They're going to remember they had a classmate that left and didn't come back. They see it on the news. Not only that, they have these phones, beloved. They can see their classmate on the phone she's no longer here you know what I mean so it's trauma all the way around let's read an article right a nine year old girl is dead after shots were fired overnight into a home in Mobile according to Mobile Police Department the girl identified by family as Kylie Knight was sleeping on a couch when she was struck by gunfire she never woke up Bullet came in the home, hit her. She never woke up. Cowards. They didn't stand in front of a man that they were looking for and dealt with him. 
They shot in the home. Look at the mentality now. We're going to talk about the mentality. They shot in the home. She was a fourth grader, and they said the name of the elementary school, and described by her big mama as a quote-unquote happy child who loved being the center of attention, right? Um, you continue reading, and it says that multiple people were involved in the shooting and that it is likely related to gang activity. According to the official, Kylie's 16-year-old brother was the intended target. All right, let's stop. Let's have a conversation. And right to breaking news, two people walked out of Mobile Police Headquarters tonight accused of taking part in the murder of nine-year-old Kaylee Knight. Yeah, that's Ariel Curry and Tyrone Williams, both charged with felony murder. Police telling Fox 10 News both of them were in the car that drove by Kaylee's house and one of them opened fire, killing little Kaylee Knight while she slept. Um, let's talk about the village, right? Let's talk about a certain mentality. I got a son. He, he, he raps. His, his rap name is Tut Tarantino. If you ever listen to some of his raps, I'm like, oh my God, where does this come from, son? You grew up in a gated community your whole life, but he's rapping my life because we romanticize and fantasize about that old Thug life, ghetto life, and all of that stuff. When, when, when. So Mayweather's daughter stabs a woman, admits guilt to it, and only gets six years of probation. Is this fair or not? Our people heart wax cold, right? They shooting inside of a home at two in the morning. And hit the person that they were not intended to hit. Right. All right. So let's move this mentality around just a little bit. Let's take it out of the hood. Let's talk about some entertainers that we know whose children is possessing the same mentality that we see. From this situation here. We're talking about a hood mentality, right? Um the reason why we're using entertainers as an example, we're not picking on nobody, but if I say Pee-Wee from around the block, nobody knows Pee-Wee. Right? If I say Nuck Nuck from down the street, we don't know Nuck. But if I say Boosie's son, because Boosie has an estate. If I say Boosie's son. Is selling dope in Baton Rouge, talking about he getting fifteen hundred dollars a day. That's a mentality, because we see his father have a different kind of reality for him. So where does he get this mentality, right? If I say Floyd Money Mayweather, the best boxer ever, he's number one in my list. If I say that this man who's worth a billion dollars has a daughter. That went to the finest schools, raised in the finest homes, drove around in the finest cars, but got pregnant by a rapper that got 10 other kids. 
by a bunch of different baby mamas, I was saying, well, there's a mentality that's there. And even though you can have this kind of money and background, you can't escape it, right? If I say to you, beloved, Michael Irving's son, right? Um, gold jacket wide receiver from the Cowboys, right? He's Hall of Fame for sure. Son raised in a gated community, but he's the toughest guy on the planet when you see him in his art, when he's rapping, when he's speaking, when he's talking. Right? We see the same thing with like T.I.'s son. You know what I mean? Like we see T.I.'s son, he plays tough, he plays gangster. And, you know, he grew up in a home big as a White House. Where do you get this mentality from? Right? We can't put it all on one location because we use these certain entertainers for... See, we use Boosie because he's from Louisiana. We use T.I. as an example because he's from Georgia. Two different locations. Then we threw Urban in there because we talking Texas. Then we went all the way back to California, back up to Nevada, Las Vegas. That's Floyd. You digging what I mean? You have to ask yourself, okay, where do you get this mentality from? This hood mentality, where does it come from? What is the origin of it, right? I'm going to submit to you, beloved, that this is a black thing, quote-unquote. This is a black thing. This is a black, quote-unquote, mentality, right? Me, your brother, right, to some, your uncle to other. If I went out as your brother, VJ, and I created a park, Right up the street from my neighborhood, I made a park, right? Public park. It was some uh, some open property up there. I said, you know what? I'm just going to create a park up here for the people. And when I developed this park, I put a swing in it. And I put a sliding board in it. Uh, what else go in the parks? Uh, I threw a basketball court in this park, right? Full court basketball. And then, you know, for some social engagement, I probably threw a couple of picnic tables around, right? Some of those permanent grills in this park, right? Let's say your brother VJ did that in my neighborhood up the street. Um, so the question I'm going to ask you, beloved, is that when people show up to this park that I built, that I developed, that I put together, what are they going to do? What activities are they going to do when they get to the park? Can they ski when they get there? Right? We're talking about 90% of the people that visit the park that I just put together. And I got the swing, the slime board, the basketball court, picnic tables. I threw some grills in there. When 90% of the people show up to the park, when they get there, can they go jet skiing when they get there? Can they go swimming? Roller skating? Ice skating when they get there? Of course they can they can't they can't do those activities in there. I didn't build it, but it's not constructed to do that. Well, brother VJ, what are you saying? What does that have to do with anything that we're talking about? Easy, simple. Beloved, I don't never want you to forget this. He who controls and builds your habitat influences your habits. Never forget that. This is why we call the man that we're dealing with a scientific deceiver. If you missed it, I'm going to say it again. He who controls and builds your habitat where you stay, they influence your habits. 
This is why we call all of this a quote-unquote black thing. This is a black thing, beloved, that we see going on. This is a black thing. When you come down to the village, it's no different than me making a park. There's only certain activities you can do when you get to the park. I didn't put, can't go no, can't go rollerblading, can't go skating. I ain't put it there for you to do that. See, black was constructed for you to be this way. When you're a man of knowledge yourself, right? When you're a man of knowledge yourself, when we say black, all we are saying, beloved, is original. We're the original man. Original is the black man, and black man is the original man. It's the same thing, man. We use them it's synonymous with each other. So to some I may say black American. When I'm talking, man, I'm some black Americans there. But when I'm talking to people with knowledge itself, I'm saying the original Americans was there. Yeah, it's a bunch of people that live in Africa. But then if we say, boy, black Africans was in Ghana, we're saying the original Africans was in Ghana. If I say the black Australians. I'm talking about the original Australians because when you have a knowledge itself. Now, in this territory, in the hills of North America, in the territory that we call the United States, when the devil is saying black, he's not saying that. See, through his English language, you can look and see inside of his conscious. You can see his conscious on that because he put it in a, in a book. He put it in the dictionary. And when you go in the dictionary, and you see black, you see the level of consciousness that he have for the very same word that we use, right? So he would take the word black, he connected it to black is when you are invoking supernatural and especially uh, devil and demonic energy, they call that black magic. But black itself, it, itself, it means very sad, gloomy, despair, right? It's uh, it's marked by disaster, right? It's uh, characterized by hostility, anger, right? This is a black situation that's going on in the village because the person that created this habitation or habitat for us is influencing our habits. This is why we act like this. destitute of light, devoid of color, enveloped in darkness, hence utterly dismal or gloomy as the future looked black. Pretty good with them words, ain't you? Soared with dirt, foul, sullen, hostile, forbidding as a black day, foully or outrageously wicked as black cruelty, indicating disgrace, dishonor, or culpability. And there's others. Black male, black ball, black guard. Yeah, well, there's some more, right? Let's look up white. Here. Read. White. Of the color of pure snow. Uh, reflecting all the rays of the spectrum. The opposite of black. Uh, free from spot or blemish. Innocent. Pure. 
Huh. This is something without evil intent, harmless, honest, square dealing, honorable. Wait a minute, but this 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 was written by white folks, though, right? I mean, this is white white folks' book. This sure ain't no black man's book. So what are we reading this one for? Because the truth is lying there. If you read behind the words, you got to take everything the white man says and use it against him. No matter how much money you got, you ain't going to escape it. So that was a, it was a man, beloved, that came amongst us, right? It was a man that came amongst us. And he said, what is the means and method that should be used to remove the poison and the rust from the said worst ones? What was on our brains in this man's mind that came amongst us, peace be upon him, he's no longer here, was our minds was, full, was filled with poison and rust. And he prescribed to us a remedy for that. He said it affects the whole the whole 17 million plus the 2 million, making it 19 million. Now, I'm talking the lost founds, they, they hit me on that. There was another man, because that's a religious undertone of that. There was another man that came amongst us, and he's still here. His name is Dr. Neely Fuller Jr. He also said there's a level of poison that is amongst us. So we have one elder, one ancestor, they identified the same thing in the people. The prescription that neither Fuller Jr. said is that, you know, if you're 16 to 24 and you're an original man in the territory that we call the United States, you need to be avoiding each other like the plague. You don't need no friends, no etc. Beloved, on this platform, we added on to that and we said not 24, 32. 16-year-old black males, all the way up to 32 years, need to be avoiding each other like the plague. It's a level of poison that's in our eyes. I had it myself. I'm from the hood. In a kill, kill, kill. Find another black person. Walk around, looking around, looking around, looking around. Spotting another black person two blocks away. Don't fuck with me! Gravitate toward that person and find a reason to kill that person. We had an incident right here in Washington just a week or so ago where that old adage, that old you might say part of what you call black culture what are you looking at me for what are you looking at me for I'll kill you black person that looks just like me because you looked at me now white people look at you all day white people look at you all day or you know or they don't look at you because they don't even notice you because you're not that important but here's some black person that you say He's looking at me. What is he doing looking at me? And that's after going out of your way with a lot of us, let's tell the truth now, to get attention, doing everything you can to get attention. And then when somebody gives you the attention, what are you looking at me for? You don't know me. And then bang, because that's what happened the other day. Bang, bang, bang. I'll kill you. I'll kill you person who looks like me why because you looked at me that's why i will kill you because you looked at me now what is the look supposed to do well you looked at me well <laughs> well what is looking at you got to do with anything well i don't know i don't know why i do anything i'm black i ain't got no reason for what i do i just do stuff just walk around on the street all day like a zombie, looking for something to do, and usually it's something that makes no sense at all. 
Now, that's not all black people by any means, particularly throughout the entire world. But in the Northwestern Hemisphere, that's a part of the culture that's been passed on. I heard stuff like that back in the early 1940s, at least. And apparently, Marcus Garvey knew all about it back in the 1920s. This is 2016. We need to examine what we call black culture in fine detail and stop skirting around it and find out exactly what is the root cause of all of this. Of course, the root cause, in my opinion, is a system of white supremacy, which teaches black people that what you want to do in your life is find a reason to hurt yourself and other black people as much as you possibly can if you've got color in your skin. That's the message that the white supremacists send to black people, particularly young black people, about their future. What you want to do with your life, since you, ain't, you don't have an idea of what to do anyway, I'll tell you, is find somebody that looks like you, try to hurt them as much as you can, and in the process, hurt yourself as much as you can, and just get the hell out of our way. Because we're the only people that really count. The white people who believe in white supremacy. I had it myself. I'm from the hood. In the early 90s, we used to call it grilling. Or grimming. Right? Where, where you stare at your own brother, you ice grilling him. You ice grimming him. You stand at him so hard, it's a violent stand. It's in your eyes. That's why you see one 15-year-old, he is shooting, kill another 15-year-old. And you say, man, what have you? Say, man, the way he was looking at me. That's the poison is in the look. It's there in the look. It's in, it's in the look. Now, our sisters will fight it out. Because they, 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 black and brown women, they're punching, they, they, they fighting, they scratching, they pulling hair out. But they live another day. They, they are willing to fight it out though. Not the brothers. The brothers are cowards. So you'll get a brother. Right? A nigga. Riding around at 2 in the morning. And shoot in a home that's occupied. And hit a 9 year old because he's a coward. But the mentality that he has. What makes it so sad that. The so called millionaires. That got more money that's supposed to make life better, more simpler, more easy, more righteous, and it doesn't because their children has the same mentality or they are displaying the same mentality, mentality publicly that we just seen this nigga do that shot into this house that killed the young lady. So we're having a conversation about where did this mentality even come from? And beloved, I submit to you that. There's a hidden hand behind that curtain. You're dealing with a scientific deceiver that it's nothing for you to do when you come to the neighborhood but do this. What is it that what is like what is it? I, I can't even I'm from the neighborhood. There's nothing else to do there. That's where all the best drugs at, all the best gambling, all the best women that live off a of lower vibration. They're there in the neighborhood. It's strategically placed there. That cheap ass food, that cheap ass beer and liquor, that wild Irish rolls and 
50 cent beer the goddamn water in the hood is damn near three dollars when you go to the you know we go to these little supermarkets the, these bodegas the goddamn water almost three dollars but it's a big big ass tub in the middle of, right there in the hood in the aisle it's a big ass tub of beer it's 50 cent it's cheaper to get a beer in the hood than it is to get some water Oh, that's all right, V. You're going to go home and drink the tap water. Man, that shit full of lead, man. They didn't change out these pipes in Cincinnati and Cleveland and Minnesota, Detroit and New York, Miami, Birmingham, Houston. I can't even say California because they know they're out there, man. I've been out there. They don't drink the tap water. They, no, they're not doing it. They've been drinking bottled water out there. Not everybody else. Shit full of lead. You know what lead does? To, your, to the psychological fabric of you as a human being, you know, lead in your system, man, shit make you violent. Did you know that? Cheap ass meat. You ain't you ain't got any old kind of beer. You drinking malt liquor. I ain't even no motherfucker. Niggas still drinking malt liquor and wild Irish rolls and all that old kind of shit. That old Mad Dog 2020 Steel Reserve, right? 211s. They still drinking that shit. I didn't even know they was they're still drinking it though. A mentality is there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Somebody built that for you, brother. Before you see it in real time, it lives in a laboratory first. Never forget that. It just doesn't happen in real time. Don't work like not in this country, don't work like that. It comes out of a laboratory first. They experiment, they practice it in the laboratory, they get some rats, they, they put the rats, lab rats together, then they put it out in real time and they behavior pattern be just the same with the humans and the rats. Let me say it this way, right? Let me say it this way. Before you had a crack cocaine problem in the village in the 80s, all the way up to the 90s, all the way up to the early 2000s. You had an experiment called Rat Park, and it came out in the 1970s first in North America. Then once they perfected Rat Park, boom, crack cocaine came immediately after. You think that's a coincidence? They had another experiment called Tyrone's Rat Experiment in the 1940s, right? They had it in the 1940s. Um, before then, they had Project Housing. I think they did the Brewster Projects in 1935. Um, I'm trying to think. Did they build this Project Housing in Atlanta before then? But it was cool. It wasn't violent, so nobody really cared. The projects had the family unit in it. Everything was good. It was ready to go. But after Tyrone's Rat Experiment in 1940... Then you've seen the construction of 463,000 housing units from 1949 to 1967. And the black family is finished in this country. And now you got what we're talking about today. It's a mentality that's left, lingering, it's still here. So on this podcast, we say marriage is our only solution. It is our salvation Putting the family unit back together because you tried everything else. You tried religion, nigga. 
how more religious y'all niggas gonna get? You come out every year with a new revelation about something. Religion don't get no better. Religion is just a better build soap block, if you ask me. It spikes. They spike the punch, brother. They spike that punch already, sis. You, that ain't gonna do shit. That ain't gonna work. It ain't gonna work. You Indian, man, that shit spiked. You Israelites, you Hebrews, it's spiked. You Muslims, you leave Islam, you jump back to Christianity. Don't work. Look at your neighborhoods. Man, you got 50 miles in the hood. Nobody get no better. Right? 50 churches in the hood. All right, you didn't took off the you took off the cross, right? Because you found something new. Then you took off the cross, you slapped on the six-point star. Still ain't getting no better. You took off the six-point star, right? You threw a headdress on. You Indian now. Oh, that's cool. Still ain't getting no better. Then all of a sudden, what? You, you're you more. You're jumping around, bro. Look at the neighborhood. Don't get no better. You know what make the neighborhood better? Putting the family unit back together. How about you try that? Japanese. Goddamn flying right by you. They don't have no religion. Koreans going right by you. And they ain't got no religion like that. The niggas got all the religion. Somebody is this situation right now. Somebody, man, I'm praying for my son to get out of jail. What he did? He shut up in the house at two in the morning. Man, that nigga ain't getting out. We praying. Y'all keep praying. What? Knock it off. Knock it off. But this is our people now. Hmm? Come on, man. Stop me when I start making it up. This is our people. This is our mentality. Where did we get this mentality from? I can tell you where we got it from. He who controls and builds your habitat, man, he controls your habit. When you see those religious houses in your neighborhood, man, somebody sign off for that. Now, where's the stock exchange in your neighborhood? Where's that at? Hmm? Where's the stock exchange? Where did you do the trading at? Oh, they put that somewhere else. Oh, okay. What did they leave you to play with? Oh, that's what they left you to play with? Oh, okay. And then you get this. And then, beloved, you get this. Our only salvation is marriage. Putting the family unit back together. Because you know what? Once you got your family unit back together, that religion may help it. It may work now. You got your family unit back together? Yeah, that religion will work now. It don't matter which one you pick. They all will work now. <laughs> you want to be Indian? You got your family back together? Well, it'll work. You want to be a more? It'll work. A single more with a bunch of kids all over the place? That ain't going to work. You know what I'm saying? Single, the single Christian with a bunch of children all over the place? Man, you and your third or fourth wife? No, doggy, it ain't, ain't going to work. One wife, all your children by the same woman. Well, it don't matter what you pick, it'll all work now. Can't you see that what the foreigners do when they, they come they come here, pass your ass right on up? East Indian got their family. You got religion, they got their family. The Arabians come over here, pass right on up. You got their religion. Can't get as far as they can with their own religion. Well, they got the family unit together. You don't, they pass right on up. The Asians come here, pass right on up. You at the bottom, brother. You get the bottom, sister. Look at your mentality. A revolution act, a revolutionary act in this country? That's marriage, bro. 
Don't you know when the devil got here, the first thing he did was when he gave you his religion, it didn't break you up. You still were strong. He had to break up that family and let you keep the religion. Now look at you. Look at you now. So if you want to reverse the curse, brother, that's how you're doing. And we'll leave it there. Right? We'll leave it there. Right? Because the family unit is so important. And um, unfortunately, we read an article in which we seen senseless violence acted out on on the family for no reason. Right? I can assure you, though, if we can go back in time and if every party that that we just mentioned that we talked about right today if everybody came in this situation with somebody two in the morning shooting home if everybody that was involved came from a two-parent household with a family unit it wouldn't even exist it won't happen but when you have neglect and so many other things going on and these broken families all broken families do is break other families. Peace and black power to your family. We thank you guys so much for listening, for hanging out. This is indeed Real Black Content Form Podcast. This is your brother V. Beloved, we will get back with you later. Peace. Y'all need to look that up. It's called the Tyrone's Maze Rat Experiment. It went down in 1940. He ended up getting it from another uh, psychiatrist in 1840. It's called the Tyrone Maze Rat Experiment. And what they did was they took a few hundred rats, right? And they splitted them and they divided them. And what they did was they created an environment for both of these rats to live in. In one subject, they took about 100 rats and they put it in an environment where it had clean water. They put it in an environment where it had a right amount of space for the rats can, you know, get basically if they wanted to be by themselves, they mm-hmm. could. Mm-hmm. They made sure that it was good food in there that didn't have any type of poisons put inside the foods. They even gave them space to breathe, to go upstairs, downstairs. They just gave them this abundant environment, right? Mm-hmm. They put these rats in there. Mind you, these are the same rats with the same genetical molecular structure with nothing different. They both came from the same mama, the same daddy, the same family tree, right? So they took these rats, they put one in a good environment, then they put the other 100 rats in a bad environment where they didn't get water. If they did get water, the water actually had acids in it. They made sure they didn't give them the regular food. I think they gave them like cat food or something like that with a bunch of pellets that was inside of them, right? They stuck them on top of each other. And they made sure that the space was very, very small. They never cleaned any poop out of the maze. They never cleaned, they pissed out of the maze and they left them in there. They left them in there for four months and they watched how their behavior changed. They went back and they got the actual rats that came from the good environment and they put them in the maze. They ended up going through the maze very, very fast. Then they ended up going to get the rats that they put in the bad environment and put them in the maze. And they didn't know how to even make it through the first section of the maze. So he like, maybe this is a coincidence. So he did it. So what he did was he switched the rats. He took the rats that was smart, that made it through the maze, that was in the good environment, and he put them in a bad environment. Then he took the rats that was in a bad environment, that was dummies that couldn't make it through the maze at all, and he put them in a good environment. He waited four months. Then he took them back out. 
The same rats that was good and smart that was in a good environment that he put in a bad environment, now they couldn't make it through the maze. The same rats that was in a bad environment that was dummies that couldn't make it through the maze, he put them in a good environment, now they making it through the maze and making it through life just fine. So he said, damn, it ain't the genetics. Mm. It, ain't, it ain't who these people is as individuals. It's the community. It's the environment that you put these biological entities in that changes the way they interact with their environment and with themselves. Did you know he did another six-month experiment on the same rats that he left in the bad environment? Guess what they started doing? Killing each other. Look, the other rats that was at the, at the bottom that didn't have the food, these niggas went upstairs to the other rats and started robbing them for food and water. I said, damn, this sound like your typical project. Don't this sound like the PJs? This is a real rat experiment. So it's like, damn, is this rat experiment that's going on in Tyrone rat maze experiment? Thanks for listening. Remember to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Google, Anchor, Spotify, and Facebook. Also, don't forget to like, share, and comment on the podcast. Your opinion of what you just heard is important to the platform. So yes, beloved, your comments are the engine and fuel to the machine. Stay blessed and have a powerful day.